Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Claus Holmgren from the band Crillone. They've just released an album, an EP, uh, called Stories of Times Forgotten. Crillone is from Sweden. This band is the very definition of power metal. Tracks on this mighty EP are Into the Storm, Yggdrasil, Fireborn, Moonblade, and Time's Forgotten. If you go to the description of this uh, podcast, you'll find the story of Crolone. And here is my interview with Claus. Claus, how you doing, my friend? Hi, Robert. All good. How are you? Good. I wanted wow. to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Ah, no worries. My pleasure, of course, man. Stories of Times Forgotten is a great EP. I wanted to know, is it a teaser for an upcoming album? <sighs> Unfortunately, at the moment, I cannot tell you either yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the works. So uh, the plan from the beginning was actually to release the, the songs a single at a time. And after the, fir the first three songs, I just I, I got the, the thought that I should actually release it in, in some other form, and it turned out to be an EP uh, instead of an album because I didn't have the time to to actually record a whole album. So, uh, but we will see. We I have a couple of things in the works at the moment. My favorite track on the EP is "Into the Storm." Do you have a favorite track, and uh, why is it your favorite track? I think. Yeah, my favorite track from this EP is uh, actually Fireborn, and don't know really know why, but uh, it was uh, the last track uh, I actually finished, and I think I, I found my way as a as a writer on on that song. So probably that's why. Can you uh, speak to me of the formation of the band? Well, uh, at the moment. It's, it's basically uh, a one-man project formed around me. Uh, that was the beginning of, of this project. Uh, but uh, as it turned out, during the last year, uh, I got a lot of people involved, of course. So at the moment, we have people from all over the world involved in, in this project, if you don't want to call it a band, of course. So um, we have my old buddy, Steve Rockman, who is from Germany. Uh, and then we have Alex from Portugal, who is doing the vocals, and then we have Marco Toba from uh, Argentina, and then there is David uh, Lanas from Ecuador doing the drumming. So we are a very international band. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be a nightmare to get together. Yeah, we said that if we were ever going to play live, we have to meet somewhere on an island, somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic or <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Um, your lyrics seem to be based on a lot of fantasy. Um, I wanted to know, um, what are your lyrical inspirations? Yeah, that's, that's correct, Robert. It's like, uh, it, basically the whole project is, is based around, uh, an old Swedish role-playing game, uh, called in Swedish Dog and, uh, Demoner. in English and American is probably the same as uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, it's a game that we played when we were teenagers and one night a couple of years ago one of my oldest friends and i we were sitting down having some beers and we just talked about this if 
if we ever were going to start a metal band, what we're, are we going to sing about? And uh, with, with both that, that could be a good source of, of inspiration. So it's like basic fantasy, but uh, with a difference is that the lyrics is based on adventures we actually had played and experienced when, when we were young. So that was a good source to, to find inspiration from. Um, in picking up the guitar, um, what guitarist influenced you to pick up the guitar and start playing? Uh, I think uh, the absolute biggest influence on me, uh, as well as uh, a lot of people all over the world, is Ace Freely uh, of Kiss. Absolutely, I've been listening to Kiss since I was like seven years old or something like that, so he's the big influence on me. Yeah, Kiss is definitely one of my favorite bands. Um, I've been a Kiss fan for as long as I can remember. I remember uh, buying the Kiss radio as a kid. Uh, you had that one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I never had it, that one. I always wanted to have that one and the dolls, the four Mego, the originals. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, one of my most prized possessions is I have a poster um, from 1996 and it shows a picture of the band and uh, in the background in real fine print it shows every show that the original members uh, did ah that's that's really cool um do you have any songs that didn't make the EP or was it pretty much uh, you put it all out there yeah at the moment I, I, I mean the way I, I, I have written songs before, but for the last like 10 years, I've been playing in rock bands and I've been, I've been doing stuff and writing songs for, for those projects and those bands as well. But I always have this way of writing. I, I want to finish one song. I start with one and if it's not good, then I will just discard it and go for another idea. And if I find an idea that it's, I think this, this will turn into something, I will just pursue that and, and finish it. So I don't really have that much laying around, uh, at least not for Stories of Times Forgotten. So I think the five songs on that EP, that's that's the five songs that, that made it. Um, as far as the creative process, um, do you usually start with a melody or a riff and then uh, add on from there? Or how is the process for you? I usually, for me as a guitar player, I've always been into to, uh, melodic metal in you know or rock for that uh, matter uh, you know in all forms and uh, i always liked uh, guitar melodies uh, guitar solos with melodies and once again you can trace that back to to, to uh, ace freely i guess uh, melodies that you can actually you can sing along to if you know what i mean so my approach to, to songwriting is basically I, I i go for the guitar parts first so i like to go with the chord progressions, and then I like to see if I can find out some type of good guitar melody out of the guitar, the chord progressions, and then I will just go from there. And usually, the the vocal melodies and everything will just fit, come together after after that. Um, do you have your own studio? Yeah, if you if you can call it a studio, uh, it's in my basement, and I'm sitting there uh, right now at the moment. So. Uh, I built this uh, this small studio just last year uh, and named it Studio Grey School after the the Eamon Castle, if you know that. Uh, so I have a small one here in the basement. Um, with everyone being in different areas, um, 
were tracks just sent back and forth to each other and then um, progressed from there? Or how did that go about? I don't, that uh, was quite smooth, I, I think. Uh, one of the reasons that I actually... The Quillion project project was really an accident. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my basic uh, my first approach with this one uh, with this uh, idea was to just build myself a, little, a small studio in the basement just to to be able to learn uh, the process of mixing and mastering so that was the whole the goal for it and then it turned out to uh, that I hadn't played melodic metal or metal at all for the last I think like fifteen years ago uh, so then I started out and then I learned that it it was quite easy to, to actually send tracks all over the world and just tell other people like this is my idea uh, what do you think about it and they then come come back with their ideas and their opinions and then i will just put everything together here in sweden that is great it's amazing how times have changed as far as that goes um yeah it's fantastic i mean when i started out and i'm not that old we had just like this four-channel cassette mixer <laughs> when you actually you put in the guitar in this little machine and then you played everything at once and then you had a demo demo um do you have any funny uh, studio memories um that you recall um in the process where you were learning and you thought something was going to happen and it happened totally different or anything like that or how was the learning process for you yeah, I mean, I mean, the technical, the technical part. Uh, I started out like, like I said last year, and I thought it would, uh, it would be cool and, and fun, especially to to learn all these things. But then, I think it was after the the second single I released, Moonblade, sometime summer last year in July, uh, that re- that I realized that I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to actually records write songs record songs mix them master them and then release them and then doing all the promotion myself i, I didn't have the time to to do everything it, it wasn't actually possible uh, so the fun thing with that was that first of all i when i sent the tracks to to the guys uh in the different parts of the world like we talked about uh, i got back this this fantastic ideas from all of them uh, I mean, I like everyone, I think, who, who writes a song, you have this idea on how it's going to sound in your head. And then you get something back. In, in my case, I mean, I'm sitting here in my basement. It could be, usually it was in the middle of the night when I got a bunch of tracks back from Marco or Alex or uh, whoever. And just sitting here listening to them. And they are doing their take on my thoughts that I have, have had here in Sweden for a couple of songs for several years and then i hear those guys doing their thing uh, with this that that was really amazing and i think that was one of the coolest parts of of this whole project yeah i think uh the ep has a sound of unity and um i'll tell you what um we're picking this up a year ago the sound quality on this ep is amazing it turned out very good and i I was really fortunate because uh, i i think it was like in october or something uh, last year uh, i got uh, the connection with with lars from uh, storm warrior the german band 
and uh, we talked a lot and and then he just offered to his help to do this with the mixing and and then he knew uh, Pete Selk from Iron Savior. I mean, Storm Warrior and Iron Savior is like two two of my biggest bands when you come to to power metal yeah, and that genre. So to have those guys aboard and helping me with uh, the mixing and the mastering was uh, that was like a childhood dream. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I could just let go of that part as well, so I can just uh, focus on writing the rest of the songs for for the EP. So I think it really turned out good, and, and the plan we had was to like, we wanted to sound from something that could have been released in, in the early 90s or something like that, and I, I hope we, we succeeded with that. Yeah, you definitely have. Um, the 90s was definitely the biggest time for um, the symphonic metal feel. I think um, so many great bands. Um, you know, at the time, uh, Egg Guy, um, stuff like that. It just some of them albums are just amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. And and here in Sweden, it's, it totally exploded in, in the beginning of the of the nineties. I mean, with Hammerfall was, I think, uh, the first pioneers of, of this genre to reinvent it. And then, like you say, we had uh, Egg Guy, and then we have Stratovarius from Finland, and we have Sonata Arctica. And then, of course, we, we always have the, the German bands, Halloween, Blind Guardian, Gamma Ray, and all those guys. It uh, was always carrying the torch, so to speak, especially uh, in those years, in the late 80s and then the, the early 90s. So we tried to, to, to do something that sounded familiar to, to that. That was, that was my plan and that was my goal, like, like a tribute to, to those days and those bands who, who did that. I'll tell you the... Uh... I just uh, got to hear uh, last week the new Halloween album, and it is very, very good. Yeah, I think that's a very cool album as well, and it's uh, it's a dream come true to have uh, Mikael Kiske come back to, to do the vocals again. Uh, and of course, Kai Hansen as well, and I think they're doing it uh, all together. It's a, it's a very good album. I agree with you totally. Um, is there, what is the best uh, way to uh, get the EP? Um, what uh, site is the best to go to? Well, uh, the plan right now, uh, I hope, I'm waiting for a confirmation. Uh, we got uh, a deal with Stormstead Records in the, the USA, in California, so they are releasing it uh, as a CD, of course. Uh, and hopefully that will be in the following weeks or something like that. I don't have the uh, exact date at the moment, but uh, at this time you can get it uh, at Bandcamp uh, where you can actually, you can buy it and you can listen to it. And then of course we are on Spotify and YouTube and everywhere and something else that I don't know about, but we are apparently we are everywhere. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you, um, how do you see the state of metal today? I think uh, because I have been actually I've been I've been away from from metal for the last like I said before the last ten to fifteen years I've been mostly playing rock bands playing rock and have the rock music in in my head. Uh, then of course I've always been a metalhead at heart, so it has always been there. But it's not until I think like two years ago or something like that I just. I started to, to actually listen to, to, to metal and especially new metal bands 
again. So I think it's it's a very interesting scene, and there is a lot of good bands, especially from from the UK at the moment. So I'm very interested to see what what will happen there. Uh, so I think uh, metal, as always, is alive and kicking somewhere underground, as usual. But uh, I think there is uh, some great things going on. And I also think that uh, metal has the best uh, fan base, um, most loyal fans. You know, I t- I totally agree there. I think there is not a better fan base in the whole world than the metal, and the metal community is uh, absolutely fantastic. You know, and I think as well, um, that being said, um, a lot of the um, metal fans are more to the actual physical CD than any other genre. You know, um, the appreciation of the album, the appreciation of the CD um, is, seems to be the greatest in the metal genre. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, and I totally agree with you. And and I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I mean, uh, for my part, I, I still love, love the the vinyl format and the, the CD also, of course. But I, I really want to have something to actually hold in my hand, and then I would can can look to the booklet and and stuff like that. And from my part, I always love the the artwork of the metal albums, and always thought that it's a very important thing of the total the release is just not just the songs it's the art and everything like that so uh for for, for Trilvan, that was really cool to have felipe machado to doing the uh, the cover art for it and he has done covers for blind guardian and aaron saber and all the big bands so that that was also a very cool thing to have him on board doing the actual cover art um at- Getting back to Ace Frehley, because I'm a huge Ace Frehley fan as well. I was curious as to what uh, album um, turned you into an Ace fan. Uh, I remember getting the Hotter Than Hell album from my brother. And then at that that moment, I was seven years old. So that's my first memory from, from Kiss, actually. Uh, but of course, I was not that old, so I don't remember if that was the thing that turned me into an Ace Freely fan. I cannot say that, but uh, somewhere around there, I, I can guess around eight or nine years old or something like that. And uh, when I heard Alive, so when I heard the Alive album, then I was hooked. Yeah, yeah, me too. And yeah. uh, I think uh, his solo album um, in '78, when they all released solo albums, really. Uh, sparked the end of the band because um, Paul and Gene had to deal with a guy that totally outclassed them musically. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, Ace was always, um, I think he still is, he, he, like, he, he is the hard rock guy uh, of Kiss. He, he did the, the cool songs and the, the fast songs and the harder songs. I mean, if you listen to, to Ace and, uh, sorry, Paul and Gene, 78 or 79 or 80. I mean, those songs, I, I'm not really hooked into those ones. But uh, his solo album was something else, absolutely. And besides drums, um, Anton Vig on drums, that's all Ace. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah, absolutely. And the first Freelance Commerce album, albums uh, as well. Uh, I think that was a very good album. And I think he 
his last, I mean, Anonymy was quite good as well. So he, he's carrying the torch still, as I see it. Yes, he's still. Uh, I mean, his, he is ace. He is ace. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's no, no changing it. <laughs> nah, none whatsoever. Um, I also wanted to ask you, if you could give aim messages to your fans, um, what would that message be? Uh, that would just be like, carry the torch of metal high. That's everything we can do. And I mean, metal has always survived and we are a fantastic community. So I think it, it should work the way it always has worked. If everyone just helps each other out, some guys makes music, some guys does t-shirts, some guys arranges concerts. If, if, if just everyone comes together, everything will be perfect. And uh, I also wanted to ask you, uh, in your experience in playing guitar, um, I guess, uh, were you uh, self-taught or did you uh, uh, take lessons along the way or how did it come about? Uh, no, I, I follow the, the path from Maze Freely. I'm self-taught. <laughs> <laughs> so I never taught a lesson in my life, but uh, it turned out quite good, I think. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, probably when you come to to the Krillwan material, when it's more technical metal, uh, I, I lack some skills, absolutely. But uh, thankfully, I have uh, my good friend Steve who, who helps me with some of the stuff, uh, definitely. It's easier to play uh, just hardcore rock and roll than to play uh, metal at 200 BPMs. Right. <laughs> with harmonies and stuff. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. And also, uh, congratulations on your victory. Thank you very much, man. Three, two, go. Sweden. <laughs> It was a I, tough uh, call, but we got there in the end. I got uh, they got in the last goal like one minute from the end. <laughs> I uh, my knowledge of uh, soccer is not very good. In the United States, soccer is like an odd sport, but it is played here. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it's bigger here in Europe. Um, our football and your football are totally different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. I think your football is much cooler, though. Um, I, I'd like to see it get turned into more of a, you know, I think rugby's an amazing sport as well. Yeah, that's a cool sport as well. I have, we had a, a bass player in our old band. He's from Australia, and he was very into rugby, and uh, that sounded very fun. <laughs> I never played it, but uh, it seems like a, quite a fun sport. Well, thank you again for speaking with me, and uh, I hope you'll update me on any new news as it comes about, and we can talk again. Absolutely, mate. Uh, no worries. I can give you a heads up. Uh, at the moment, I'm actually uh, sitting in the studio, and uh, I'm waiting for uh, some new drum tracks from David down in Ecuador. So he's been uh, recording the whole week for a new track. So we will see what we will do about that. But the plan at the moment is that we will probably release it as a single somewhere late summer or something like that. So we are trying to put it together. Everyone has vacation and stuff in the summer. So it's like a slow process. 
but the uh, drums will hopefully be done today and they will be doing the bass uh, for the rest of the week and then the vocals in a week or two and then we will go into mixing mode and stuff like that so hopefully we'll have at least one new song in yeah, the following month at least well that's great i look forward to it and uh you enjoy the rest of your day same to you man thank you very much for taking your time to, to have this chat with me it's always appreciated that someone yeah wants to know something about this little project so i'm very humble and thank you very much well thank you and uh take care my friend i will you too man have a good all night. right cheers cheers bye i'd like to thank you for taking time to listen to me today and remember come see me for a fix